don't you notice more and more people are starting to use these words instead of saying good morning? There's a meaning behind those words. It's a powerful meaning. Some people don't like the idea of changing. They want to continue to say good morning, and that's fine. Yet at this time of the year, everyone should be mindful and prepared for the grand rising. And there's always been a grand rising. The grand rising is how we set up our calendars. It's how some people have set up their lives. In this Holy Week season, the week before, you get your palms. And the week after, we all gather to celebrate the grand rising that changed our lives. Well, at least for me, it changed my life forever. And for Christians, the grand rising is Easter. Today, we speak with urban apologists and friend to the show, Minister Phil Fox. We'll take a look at the Easter traditions we both grew up with, what does it mean to be a Christian, and how we can all celebrate Easter. I have to tell you, more than ever, I am so glad I have more joy and freedom in my walk with God. What about you? I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is a special edition of Interludes. Interludes, a Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Interludes Extra presents Find Your Voice on Patreon. Become a friend, a fan, and join our VIP podcasting community today. And now, all the way from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Bell, the Voice Johnson. There's a photo I have of myself sitting on the cocktail table in my mother's living room from when I was about five or six years old. My mother would write the date on these pictures, and for this memory, it states Easter. I'm in this cute white hat with light blue and white ribbons in my hair, looking down to my white patent leather shoes, lacy gloves to match my light blue and white dress. When I look at this picture, fond memories come flooding back into my mind. I think back to the time when what I wore to church was more important than why I was attending. And even as I switched religions from Catholic to Baptist, the big production of what to wear, how to wear the new outfit, and the Easter egg hunts and baskets were all a part of my growing childhood. The specialty Easter poem was added to the laundry list of things that had to be done and performed in front of the Sunday school classmates and various church members. What I wore and how I performed became extremely important to my mom and others around me. And how I spoke during this poem was a direct reflection of my mother's parenting. So we rehearsed that poem or skit or play or whatever it was for that particular Easter over and over and over again. The Sunday school teachers, friends of my mom, and other classmates were always there as an attentive audience. Looking back, I now know that the Easter holiday, or as I like to call it, Resurrection Sunday, 
is much more important to me and my faith than the newest handbag or dress I could wear on a Sunday. I wanted to have a discussion with someone I know who is a champion of the faith and completely understands what it means to truly acknowledge and celebrate the real reason for the Easter season. And that's the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. My good friend and faithful warrior, Phil Fox of Drops of Hope Ministries, stopped by to have a conversation about Easter traditions we both grew up with and how making Christ our Lord and Savior was more important than anything we could possibly do, say, or wear on that special day. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Interludes. I'm Val the Voice Johnson, your host, and happy to welcome back a friend to the show and the leader of Drops of Hope Ministries. And he has expanded his YouTube channel to almost 5,000 subscribers. Uh, he is one of the people that I consider a an expert when it comes to apologetics and also, if you've noticed the voice that introduces me and does some other stuff, that's him. The real, the real American, Mr. Phil Fox. How are you, Phil? Hey, Val, Val. Oh, my goodness. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. Uh, it's, you know, uh, like I was telling you before, you know, I just, mm -hmm. I always love your energy. You know, it's just, mm -hmm. you just radiate positive positivity and you know, it's always, I mean, just hearing the voice too, you know what I mean? The Val, the voice Johnson, and you know, it's, it, it just, it's always, you know, and, and you can tell, you know, when, when Mr. Wombles getting ready to fall off the rails a little bit, Val, <laughs> Val's always there to, to make sure <laughs> that the positivity there. train stays right on track. So let's stay positive. <laughs> <laughs> so, so shout out to, to Mr. Womble too. Thank you for all you do brother. And, and, uh, and helping and supporting this podcast and stuff and, and of course you know hats off to Val and and I, I forget coach's name but uh, you know he's coach Tony busy. coach Tony yes absolutely Tony. You know, absolutely so uh so yeah I mean you know I've been a listener uh of of uh interludes and been been a supporter a big fan so it's always a pleasure to stop by and uh you know I'm just a little old me you know, I, I am humbled that you consider me a quote unquote expert, but I mean, you know, I just, I, I dabble in apologetics and, and all that kind of stuff. And we've sort of covered that the last time I was here, but, right. but yeah, so just elated to be here, honestly. And, uh, it's always a pleasure to hang out with you, Val. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate it because when I was thinking about this season, um, there's a lot of religions that celebrate and I'll say Easter and in some religions it says Resurrection Sunday and mm -hmm. the importance of, I like to think of it as resurrection to you when it comes to this holiday, what's most important to Phil and your family? Well, you know, uh, it, it is the, the, the resurrection. I mean, the, the whole point of the Easter season, mm -hmm. you know, is, um, is the death burial and resurrection of, of of jesus christ our our lord and savior the you know the the one and only true uh part of one of the one and only true god you know the the, the godhead the trinity uh, but the unique thing is is that that christ is the only god of any gods that isn't mythological but that actually walked this earth right. and so that's what sets us apart from any other religious worldview 
throughout the echoes and the eons of time. And when, you know, since there's been human thought, you know, because we are created by the creator, uh, the creator God, you know, and, um, and he did this, this, this theological thing called condescension, right? So we, we usually have, it's, there's usually a negative connotation to it in our language today, right? Right. You know, if it's, you're, you're being condescending to someone, but it, it means you're, you're sort of talking down to them or, or looking down on them. But in the theological perspective, condescension is the fact that God himself came from that highest place. And it, it says in, in, in Philippians uh, chapter two, that, you know, he came down and it, it's sort of talking about this, this idea right of, of condescending but he came down to die and he he was he he humbled himself and was obedient even to death and death on a cross right. and so so with that um and his sacrifice and the, those things that he's done to for us and on our behalf it's that's only half the story right so then we you know we're, we're talking about resurrection sunday right, right. And so Resurrection Sunday is the most unique thing in the entire, entire human history, mm-hmm. because it wasn't just the fact, you know, because there, there was recorded resurrections throughout in, in the scripture, you know, but the most meaningful thing is the fact that Jesus was sent to die and he bore the sins of all of mankind. And, but if he just had simply died, the sin could have died with us, with him. But the fact that he rose again, right. Was the opportunity for him to show that he has defeated death itself. And that, and death isn't just physical death, right? Because we still, we still die, Mm -hmm. but it's that, it's that, um, it's that, that spiritual death, that that spiritual separation that we have. And so for him to resurrect and come back and then essentially ascend back to, into heaven, that's what makes it all the more unique. And, and it's just, it's, it's humbling to be able to celebrate that, especially in this time, because, because we have that relationship open to us mm-hmm. because, you know, in time, in the old Testament times, it was very cumbersome, right? Mm-hmm. They had to they had to have a high priest who had to who had to sacrifice and butcher this animal a certain way That's you know right. have his cuts a, a very particular way and right. and you had to bring the you know your first you know your very first animal your first spoil the the firstborn of of your flock right and you had to you know find and select a you know a spotless lamb and all you know there was very rigorous and meticulous ways of mm-hmm. doing things yeah and very cumbersome back in the old testament Right. And we didn't have it's and we didn't really have a direct access to God. Whereas right. now through Christ we have direct access to God. So every time we pray because of Resurrection Sunday, mm-hmm. every time we pray, we 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 spiritually enter just think about that. When we pray, we have that opportunity to come into the presence of God himself. Mm. And this season should be a reminder for all of that, you know? Yeah. So, but it, and it does grieve me a little bit that we've, 
you know, we've sort of taken it and um, we've sort of boiled it down and commercialized it to Cadbury eggs and Easter bunnies and baskets. Mm -hmm. And, and it's almost turned into like Christmas, right? Kids are getting gifts and, Mm -hmm. and new Easter clothes. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with celebrating in that way. Right. But, but the thing is, is that becomes the focus rather than the sacrifice of the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus. Yeah, and let me jump in here because I'm literally reading through the Bible. I'm I'm around judges right now, and mm. I'm learning about Samson and Delilah and their uh, weird relationship. <laughs> but the one thing that I I have to say, and you just mentioned it, that a lot of the traditions that are surround Easter just seem not Christ centered. I'm trying to figure out Cadbury and the Easter Bunny and the eggs. Where did all that come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And our, or both of our mutual good friend, BK apologist, mm-hmm. um, he literally just wrapped the show. He's basically is, you know, I, I was doing some research and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. over the weekend. And, and so, yeah, so th- that's a perfect question because, you know, we, we get our term Easter. It's, it's really not Easter. Uh, the actual, the, the, the actual name is called, uh, Pasha. That's the Greek term. Okay. And we need to remember that that Jesus died in the time of Passover. Wow. So so the Greek Pasha is is that's that's the derivative of of Passover or it's the reference to Passover. Mm-hmm. So we get this the the term uh Easter are is it's the Germanic Germanic uh, languages that that have this iteration of Easter. Mm-hmm. Now, how did they get that? So there's there there's a link to the word Easter to the month of April or Estro uh, Estro Mananoth, wow. which is the fourth month of the Old English calendar. Okay. And so uh, so Estro uh, Mananoth. <laughs> I don't know. It's a crazy it's crazy <laughs> stuff. But I mean, that's where that's where they sort of get this reference to Easter. And so it, 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 it's, it was kind of boiled down to the Easter festival. Check out uh, BK Apologist channel, YouTube channel. Just search BK Apologist. Uh, and he goes a, a, into this a lot deeper than, than anything I could do. Uh, and then also there's, a, there's another brother by the name of Inspiring Philosophy who goes over some of this stuff too. Yeah. Um, but Inspiring Philosophy, actually, he makes this pretty excellent um analogy mm-hmm. is that easter is essentially the uh the equivalent to the american holiday the fourth the fourth of july okay so the fourth of july which we already understand is our independence day festival mm-hmm. so we know that easter is resurrection sunday so we already know in our we equivocate that right Mm-hmm. So we know when someone's talking about the fourth, they're not just talking about this particular day. No, they're, they're, they're understanding. We understand in our American minds, because we've grew up in this culture, that it's independence celebration, right? So Easter mm-hmm. festival is just because it was around that, that time in the, in the old English calendar. So that's the name. 
Okay. Yeah, that's the name for that. Yeah. 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 So that's how we get the name. And then yeah. eggs, right? <clears throat> so <laughs> egg, the Easter egg. And remember, most people celebrate Lent before, right? Uh, right before this. Uh, not most. I mean, many, many people. Uh, um, and now it's sort of been boiled down to the just the Catholic tradition and some Orthodox uh, traditions do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So during that time, they wouldn't eat eggs. So what's a good way to preserve an egg? You can boil it. Ah, okay. So you boil an egg. Okay. And then during the time you're getting ready for a festival, what, what are some amazing things you can do to, to help celebrate? Oh, we have all these eggs that are laying around. Let's color them. Uh, so <laughs> I would be trying to make an omelet. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making an omelet with your boiled eggs. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about salad. <laughs> I'm talking about egg salad, girl. I tried egg salad. There you go. I need something. Put some vegetables in it or something. I'm trying to eat the eggs. I'm sorry. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Have you seen it? It's the weekly chat with EP Michael Womble, Coach Tony Thompson, and host Val The Voice Johnson. Interludes Extra presents talk on Tuesdays. Join us and other special guests as we break down the latest topics surrounding music, movies, and sports every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, live in our chat on our Interludes YouTube channel, Facebook group, and now on Pod TV on Roku. So, you, so, they're, so decorating the egg became, became important. I And I read somewhere that some folks thought of the egg representing um, Christ not being around or just kind of the, the reborn of some sort. And I was like, mm, that doesn't make sense. But I do remember when I was much younger, I used to love coloring the egg. Like this was something that children were brought in, brought into this particular tradition. What were right. you going to say? There's this fallacy that's out there. Uh, it's called the fallacy of association, you know, and okay. there's, there's a, there's a lot of things that might seem similar, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and and the 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 association fallacy actually has to do it, it's really a word fallacy. You know, one of the things is the you know people in when you're on the internet, right? You're scrolling through TikTok or you know YouTube uh, YouTube Reels or, or Shorts uh, and Shorts. You just ah. yeah, so. <laughs> You'll run into this stuff, especially during this season, this season, Christmas, Halloween, you know, all, all of your holidays, right? And they, they're all, they all claim that there's pagan origins with them. So one of the things is, you know, they, they try to equate Ishtar with Eastar, right? But remember, we just went over that, that Easter is actually a dramatic, Germanic derivative of Easter. The actual Pasha is... Right. So you just got to be careful because there's so much of this stuff that's pseudo out there that is it, it doesn't automatically equate. And, and that's the thing is, is that the more you research some of this stuff, right, people try to make it as if you're you are worshiping the egg or you are worshiping that bunny. Oh, no. Or you're worshiping. Bunny. Yeah, you're worshiping the Christmas tree. You know what I oh. mean? <laughs> and so, but I mean, that that's really like, so because mm -hmm. 
they have this loose tie to some pagan thing that means you're worshiping this this pagan thing mm -hmm. so it, it's it's really like saying just because i wear a cross now i'm a christian and i stole i actually stole that from our friend uh bk apologist because we've done many of these sort of you know quote unquote takedown videos where where we're, <laughs> we're talking about this type of stuff so if your faith in something is that loose where all i have to do is just simply wear this cross and now i'm a christian or all of a sudden you know one of my favorite brands is nike you know, so I have Nike shoes and Nike shorts and I love their hoodies and all that kind of stuff. So if I'm just wearing Nike, then all of a sudden now I'm worshiping the goddess of Nike. <laughs> doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you know it's what I mean? Same, in, the same, in the same way when my father used to say, well, just because you sit in a garage don't make you a car. And I'm like, Dad, what does that right. mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. But I have to say... I, when I was much younger, it felt like such a production. I was mm. required as a young person between the ages of nine, 11, 12, had to learn a speech and then I had to have a hat and then I had to have gloves and then this mm -hmm. dress. And then we, we, my mother's like, we gotta go Easter shopping and we have to get, make sure that I have you in the suit. Sometimes she would forego getting herself a suit and a hat just to dress me up. And then I would be uncomfortable with these shoes, these patent leather shoes on. And I'm just like, okay, why? And she's like, okay, stand over there, baby. Let me take a picture of you. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Oh my gosh. Do you understand, Phil, the freedom of being able to walk in my church in Jimmy's and just regular <laughs> clothes and sing and be worshiped and do, yeah. do worship music and go, God loves me and I don't have to have all of this stuff mm. on because yeah. it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I don't know what had been your experience growing up. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, it was quite similar. I mean, I, I grew up, uh, a, you know, I'll say a cultural Catholic, um, oh. you know, we weren't strict Catholics. Mm -hmm. And so we sort of had a blend of our traditional uh, Native American faith and right. our our Catholic faith. Right. And mm -hmm. so, although Easter was, it was big in our family, but we didn't have strict, like going to church type stuff, but we did use every holiday as a, an opportunity for us to gather as yeah. a family. So everyone would come, I come from the old school, you know, where my grandmother was the oldest of 11 children. Wow. You know, and then mm -hmm. so they brought all their families who also brought their families. So, we, I mean, we would in my grandmother's house have, you know, 50 people and easy. <laughs> yeah. And kids running around and, and stuff. And, 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 and mind you, we had a very small three bedroom house, very humble house. I mean, and it, this was like a government house type of thing. Right. Uh, so this wasn't, you know, something that my, you know, a grandfather built or this wasn't you know anything like that my grandmother had built or any any that this was tribal housing mm -hmm. so it was very small you know our our wow. basement would leak all the time and we'd have mm -hmm. sewer issues so i mean very humble but yet we were still super rich when it came to our family and all these so that's how we celebrated yeah. so we didn't have some of the pop and circumstance but 
when I met my wife, she had some of that traditions in, in her as far as the, you know, got to go get the, the girls, the, you know, cause I have two daughters, you know, mm-hmm. and so we got to go get the girls their, their Easter dress and got to get them the basket and you know, so all this stuff. And, oh, and okay. the, uh, the whole, you know, kitten caboodle of the egg hunt and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And, and so, um, you know, but I mean, yeah, so it just, it's sort of, you know, um, so we have like a, fairly healthy mix now you know mm-hmm. as my my daughters understand and know you know that this is what it's about it's not mm-hmm. just about getting dressed and and you know having the 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 traditional easter stuff it's mm-hmm. it's really about jesus it's about him mm-hmm. and it's about the, the what he has done for us and and not just simply about buying a dress and getting a basket Easter bunnies and Easter eggs. <laughs> Although I do like those chocolate bunnies, I will say that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that waxy chocolate. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> mark, 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 mark. <laughs> there's, there's only one thing, and I can't remember what they are. But I, I'm not a fan of like the malt balls, you know, the like whoppers. I don't like those. I, I'm not I, a fan I, of those. Mm-hmm. But I can't they remember would get if it's stuck in, they get stuck in my teeth and I'm just like gang, 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 yeah. trying to get it out your mouth. And I'm just like, what, what are they? I thought they were moth balls. So I was thinking, why are we eating Whoppers? And then I was thinking Whoppers Burger King. I mean, I was totally messed oh, up. I didn't okay. see that's, any that's of that. all kinds of messed up. <laughs> so I have to let, let me let me wrap it up here. This is I love this song. I love this thought of when I hear Jesus is a reason for the season. And I always hear that around Christmas, but then I switch it back and go, I, I feel like I need to say that or feel that definitely for the resurrection season. And a lot and and with a lot of folks between Palm Sunday and Easter, it's mm-hmm. considered holy week. Right. So that's like this this whole, you know, entire week of celebrations and stuff like that. But what should Christians really focus in on? And what should be the, I'd like to say, dramatic or the most wonderful thing they could do for their families as well as for themselves? What should they do during this this time? This is going to come off as like super Bible thumper. <laughs> but, <laughs> Which is fine. Be a Bible thumper. <laughs> but I mean, the, the most beautiful thing is just go back to the scriptures and, and read through the gospels. You know, prepare yeah. your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, get your heart ready to celebrate this amazing, miraculous time, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. he died on Friday, right? According to, according to tradition, he died on Friday and imagine being at that time, imagine in that moment of in Christian history where you felt like your savior was here, that the savior was right you you were right on the cusp of this time altering moment and then all of a sudden your savior dying on that friday and then they were like well i guess back to our day jobs you know and talk about the ultimate letdown because they they watched him 
they seen him perform these miracles. They, they watched him change the hearts and minds. They, they watched people who they knew for their entire lives, who right. were blind, who were lame, who couldn't walk, whose, whose legs were underdeveloped. And then all of a sudden they stood up and they walked and their legs were strong. They seen Lazarus rise from the dead. They seen all of these miracles and then all of a sudden he's hung on a cross and then he commits his spirit mm -hmm. but then three days later he's back and just imagine that putting yourself in that moment but more than that the fact that we get to reap the benefits of that action two thousand years later it still reigns true. It still reigns supreme. It's still, and it has stood the test of time because people try to debunk the scriptures. They try to debunk the Bible, but through, through the tech, through, through this technical term called textual criticism, they look and they try to debunk the scriptures, but it, it's always being affirmed over and over. And the more information we find about it, it, it actually helps support the scriptures as they are and as we know them today and also the more that we dig we're finding further and more archaeological evidence to help support and bolster the claims of the scriptures that's right so as it is in the spiritual it is in the physical and the fact that we have access via the resurrection and the sacrifice and the shed blood of jesus christ that we are able to have our sins forgiven and that this is offered to you, listener, mm -hmm. and to me. And if we've accepted that and we understand that and know that to be true in our hearts, that we can be saved. Hallelujah. All mm. right. Now, I think somebody trying to, <clears throat> trying to preach up and through here. So I think I need to go ahead and get the collection plate ready. Let me get the... Let the church say wow. amen. Oh, give a tambourine. Yeah, Woo. come on. <laughs> and there was in that day. <laughs> no, Boy, actually, guys. yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm in the preaching. Actually, I have my first opportunity. I'm going to be um, uh, presenting at a church. Uh, this is my first time preaching in like 10 years formally. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I used to pastor a church and then I got invited on Friday mm -hmm. uh, and we'll be looking at the, uh, the seven cries on the cross. And then, so I, uh, I was commissioned with the passage. It's a, it's Mark 15, 34, where Christ mm -hmm. says, uh, Eli, Eli, lama thabachthani, uh, lama sabachthani, uh, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm excited to preach about that. And so, yes, I'm definitely in the preaching mood but also uh this time of year is um you know i love christmas don't get me wrong but exactly it's because of this event mm -hmm. that we are given salvation the the fact that he was born yes is 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 an amazing thing mm -hmm. but it's because of resurrection is why we have that access and why we now have direct covenant and relationship with God. Exactly. And so all the exactly. more. Our all, heart the, all, all the more. Mm -hmm. I have to say, and and I have to make sure that I recognize 
during the pandemic when things were looking very very dark mm -hmm. uh, when i found uh, my friend fredo aka bk apologist doing this bible bodega and just finding this intelligent uh, group of men and women who defend the scriptures and the in the world of urban apologetics i so appreciate what you and drops of hope ministries do in educating christians and the world about christ and the meaning of christ and how you know easter traditions like an easter bunny and eggs it's more important to know and love god and understand the scriptures people want to know more about you and drops of hope ministries where would they go yeah you can find me uh mr phil fox on all of your socials uh so and i'm friendly you know so i'm not the, you know i'm not one of these uh you know I, i'm definitely just bait. a guy yeah you know exactly. i don't my, my profile is not you know like you know content creator that kind of stuff so i have a regular profile on facebook Mm -hmm. uh, so you can find me, uh, Mr. Phil Fox on Facebook, um, mm -hmm. Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can look me up on, on YouTube. Uh, that's mm -hmm. where I have most of my content. Uh, I'm not as active on Twitter and Instagram or people are going to kill me, but uh -oh. I'm not very active on TikTok either. <laughs> so, cause I know that's yeah. like the, that's like the, the younger crowds. Mm -hmm. uh, I do have a website, um, but I have to update it. But okay. it's uh, drops of hope uh, www.dropsofhopeministries.com. Extremely long name. <laughs> I apologize, it's but okay. uh, doh was was already taken. Doh.org. I tried everything like doh.min. You know, however the all the endings and and the, every single one of them were taken. So <laughs> I was like, man, how can I spin this? So, but anyway, but yeah. So uh, dropsofhopeministries.com. You can go and check it out there um nah, that that's basically it you know so check me out come and find us um you know and i run with some some pretty cool cats you know um uh -huh. mr phil fox <laughs> thank you for coming back and joining us you can come back anytime Man. and we can chop chop it up i love talking about my faith and i mm. love talking about it with people like yourself mr phil fox the real american that. Uh, with that, I'm Val the Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Phil Fox and I have more to share. To view more of our conversation and some fun moments after our chat, please visit our Interludes YouTube channel. You recognize the voice? That's right. It's Phil Fox from Drops of Hope Ministries. Thank you so very much for all you do to contribute to Interludes. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson, written by Michael Womble, produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson. Original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by... Interludes Extra presents Find Your Voice on Patreon. See behind the scenes with interludes, tips on how to become a podcaster, 
and merch featuring our Interludes logo. Become a friend, a fan, and join our VIP podcasting community today by visiting the website patreon.com forward slash interludes. Become a future sponsor or advertiser on our podcasting platform by visiting our website today. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join Interludes Facebook group, visit the website linktree slash Media. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Peer Light Media. Peer Light Media.